Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Promise for today. My name is Heather. So we're giving you news and views from a West Texans, a biblical point of view, one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. So guys, thanks for joining me this evening. We got some stuff to talk about today. If you want to head on over to my YouTube channel and uh, I did get that video up today um, talking about the um, transhumanist in the smart dust uh, spying on your brain. That's going to be human microchipping. Folks, you're not going to believe how far they have come with this technology. And you're going to be really surprised that it's been around since 1990. Yeah, guys, 1990. Uh, the article that I uh, put up on my YouTube channel uh, today was actually from February of 2020. Two guys in sanity. One thing I want to talk about tonight are the weather balloons, the spying uh, technology from China, just all over the United States and Canada. Boy, just at will, just flying around. Uh, you know, it's funny that we can't intercept them before they actually hit the continental United States of America and Canada. But now we just let them come on over, folks. I don't know if you guys are familiar with an EMP attack, but I think that China is getting ready to do that. I think we're getting ready to um, be maybe attacked by an EMP. And, uh, you know, we know these things are happening. China's been talking about it. The whole world's been talking about this stuff. Russia, all the technology is there, and they've just been waiting, you know, to implement this. And who knows what's going on? We have a very weak president here in the United States of America. He's an elitist. He's a globalist. Actually, He's not even in his right mind right now. But the people who are handling him, they are elitist and they are globalists. And, uh, you know, what more do they need? They have got to take the United States down before the Great Reset um, can be implemented. Do you see where I'm going with this? Because the United States, we have our own constitution and we have our own Bill of Rights. We have our own, you know, all this stuff. And we are, you know, not ones to be dictated to what they're going to do. You know, you're going to do this and you can't use your gas stove and you can't do this and you can't farm and cow farts and all of this ridiculousness. The United States, we still have, um, I don't know, our inalienable rights, rights that God has given us. And so we bank on those rights. We're thankful for those rights. This country was made. This is why we're here. This is why the United States is here um but you see all these things happening and of course you know the great reset can't really happen until united states is not the united states anymore and so i think of all this stuff they're going towards world war three we have biden instigating russia we have all of this stuff happening and, you know, here in the United States, people are still walking around with their face glued to their smartphone, watching TikTok, watching all kinds of crazy stuff. They are oblivious to what is actually going on in the world. They're oblivious. They are. We have got to have the dumbest, the dumbest folks in the United States. Why? Because they've been doctrinally educated, indoctrinated, we could say, on all the stuff that's going on. They wanted to dumb down the United States. They wanted to do that, folks. They've done that. They have absolutely done that. They don't educate our children anymore about reading or writing or anything like that. No, it's all about, Tommy, do you want to be Jane? Jane, would you like to be John? You know, here's my sexual preference. Here, children, I know you're five, but let me tell you all about it, folks. It's absolutely warped, disgusting, and perverted. But that's what's happening in the United States. And I don't see 
a lot of parents doing any outcry about it. I don't see that happening at all. You see it in Florida. Um, I think when the parents actually find out what they're being taught, but you know, the very sad thing about it is the majority of parents, it would make you seem are teaching these children this stuff. When you see the drag queen shows and libraries and five-year-old folks, that is demonic. It is perverted. And it is, it words just, I can't really say on this family-friendly uh, episode. Um, anyway, this is Bible prophecy for today, but I get outraged. The Bible says it'd be better for a millstone to be hung around your neck and you'd be thrown into the depths of the sea than for you to hurt one of these little children. And these parents, these idiotic parents are taking their children to this trash, to this garbage, to this filth. They're just bringing their kids there. They think it's just the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't know, guys. This tells you the culture that we're living in. Romans 1 culture. People are like, what is Romans 1 culture? Heather, you talk about that all the time. What What is that? Well, let me tell you. If you guys have the Olive Tree software, it's Olive Tree Bible on uh, on your computer is absolutely free and uh, you can buy books and you can buy different stuff like that on uh, this software. Um, you guys uh, can check it out and you can be at the, the, just at the fingertips just right there. And uh, we're going to go right now. We're going to go to Romans 1 and I'm going to tell you guys what Romans 1 actually says if I can get there. <laughs> I say it's so simple and it really is. There's Romans 1 and so we're going to start in Romans 1 and I'm going to, you guys, I've got my other monitor up. It's a lot bigger so it's easier for me to read and uh, yeah, so this is what we're going to talk about. It. Okay, so we're going to move on down and uh, this is Romans 1. Let me skip on down here. God's wrath on unrighteousness. We're going to start in Romans 1. Uh, verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness, uncleanliness in the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one 
one another, men with men, committing, committing what is shameful in receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, and maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Folks, that is a Romans 1 culture. And when it says turn them over to a debased mind, I guess where you hear me say reprobate mind a lot, I say it a lot. So the different translations translate these differently. And God has turned them over to a reprobate mind, which means you're like an animal. You can't reason. You can't reason. And if you take these things and just like name them off, they are maliciousness. They are covetousness. They are wickedness, sexual immorality. They are filled with unrighteousness. They are full of envy. They are murder, strife, deceit, evil mindedness. They are whispers, backbiters, haters of God. They are violent. They are proud. They are boasters. They invent evil things. We see that happening. Hello, the jab, all kinds of stuff. They're disobedient to parents. They're undiscerning. That's a big one. Folks, look at the world today. There is so much evidence out there about the jab, about the vaccine, about how it is literally killing people. It's killing people. You hear them talk about in the WEF, we have to we have to reduce our carbon footprint. Well, how do you think that is? What is carbon footprint? That is you and I. That is people. That's people. Folks, if you didn't watch Athy Creek this Sunday, uh, his sermon, folks, get on it. Get to YouTube and watch it now. I'm telling you what, he talked about this right now. We're in Matthew 24. Guys, you got to go and talk about that. You got to go watch it. And I'm telling you, you want to do a home, home group, man, if you don't have a church um, in your town that you can uh, study the word of God and meet with folks, you can do it at home. Anyway, um, all of this stuff, guys, all of this stuff is being talked about. And he even talked about that. He goes, if he lives to 20, what, 37, they're talking about 9 billion people by 2035 or something like that. And he goes, if that happens, he goes, in his lifetime, he will have seen the population triple in his lifetime, triple. If you guys uh, got my book, uh, The Remnant Believers, I even talk about that. Up until the 1800s, there wasn't that many people like, like it was. And in the 1800s, we finally hit a billion. I think in 18, um, don't quote me, get my book. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So, and then now, folks, we're at 7 billion people. It is exponentially, like, I mean, it's crazy. Go watch Athy Creek. I'm telling Brett, Pastor Brett Meter, it is awesome. You're going to love it. You're going to learn a lot, and you're going to be, uh, you're going to be encouraged in the Lord. Anyway, so, but back to this. So they, you know, they exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. What does that remind you of? And, and here's another one. He goes, professing to be wise, they became fools. Look at them. 
Women can't, men can't have babies. What are wrong with these people? They're absolutely nuts. They're fools. That's what the Bible says. But they think they're wise, but they're actually fools. Anyway, uh, and so they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man in birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Did you guys catch my last episode when I talked about that? Um, the new health care, the one health, what well, has to work for everybody. You know, we have to, we, we, it has to be good for the deer and it has to be good for folks. This is what. What do you think this is? What do you think global warming, cooling, climate changing, whatever they want to call it? What is that all about? The environment, Mother Nature, blah, blah, blah. They are worshiping the creation rather than the creator. Folks, right there, Romans 1. Romans 1, chapter uh, chapter 1, verse 18, and you can read that all the way down to verse 32. Verse 32. And, of course, God's righteous judgment is chapter 2. Therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O oh man, uh, you who judge the those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? Folks, he is long-suffering, long-suffering. Why are we all still here? Why? Well, for one, we are to tell people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what do you think the Pelosi's and all these people are still here? God is long-suffering, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. If we read on, it goes on to say, uh, but in accordance with your hardness and your impotent heart, you are treasuring up for yourselves wrath in the day of wrath and revelation uh, of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing and uh, seek for glory, honor, and immortality, but uh but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish on every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first and also of the Greek, but glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For there is no partiality with God. Folks, I'm telling you, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you, you guys. Time is short. Time is very short. There's a couple things I wanted to cover tonight. Breaking news. This is a Chinese spy balloon likely gathering intel for future EMP attack. You know him, you love him. He is my all-time favorite. It is Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N dot com. So the Washington Examiner is quoting sources within the intelligence community who say the Chinese balloon floating over America from west to east is uh, likely on a mission to collect intel that would aid the Chinese in launching an EMP attack. It could even be a dry run of sorts. Quote, high altitude balloons such as the one China has floated over mountain state military bases this week are considered a key delivery platform for secret nuclear strikes on America's electric grid, according to intelligence officials the examiner reported, adding, quote, spy balloons used by
by Japan to drop bombs during World War II are now far more sophisticated, can fly at up to 200,000 feet, evade detection, and carry a small nuclear bomb. If exploded in the atmosphere, it would shut down the grid and wipe out electronics in a mini-state wide area. The threat of balloon launch electromagnetic pulse attacks was warned about by a congressional EMP commission in inside the military several years ago. Because I want to say I've gone on the record over the last year and a half saying that a Chinese-Russian attack on America is on the shelf and being seriously considered. The balloon is no longer over Montana. It is now over the middle of America. Of course, our military leaders act as if they are paralyzed by fear and incompetence. Of course, you can watch the video below if you want to go to leohoman.com and check it out. Uh, update on the balloon's location. A Chinese balloon is approaching the White Wind Air Force Base in Missouri, located in the center of the United States, where B-2 strategic sales bombers are based. Right there, folks. After the Russian-Ukraine war broke out one year ago and the West responded in all the war way, all the wrong ways, I personally was convinced that the globalists have already decided to bring World War III into being. The Chinese and their sorry, the Chinese and their traitorous allies within the Western governments, especially the US, EU, Australia, and Canada, are going to launch this war, and there is nothing we can do to stop them. I believe it would likely start with an EMP attack. I concur. I concur, Mr. Leo. I do. Uh, that's why the below article in today's Washington Examiner is huge breaking news. The writer cites the research of the late Peter Vincent Pry, who died in August of 2022. It was the world's preeminent authority on EMP text attacks. Guys, I'm throwing this out here. I'm going to tell you right now. Mama Bear Prepper. Mama Bear Prepper. Go to her channel. She is a uh, retired military. Guys, go check her out. Her and her husband both. Um, you're going to want to know what to do. I'm just going to tell you. Um, have you or I or any of us lived in a world without electricity? Probably not. I was born in the 70s. We had electricity. Like my TVs, but we had electricity. <laughs> oh, goodness, folks. No, you probably haven't. I probably haven't. Um, but I mean, we have had short start, you know, on the farm, we've had uh, short times with no electricity. You know, we've had, uh, you know, storms and that kind of stuff, especially being in the middle of nowhere, 35 miles from civilization, I like to say. But, uh, you know, we kind of learned then how to do stuff. So I, I moved into the new apartment that I'm in now, by the grace of God, because um, it has a fireplace. It has some other stuff, it has more sunlight, you know, that kind of thing, because I'm going to tell you guys. If an EMP strike was to happen, there will be no power. You're not going to be able to look upon your cell phone and Google something. You're not going to be able to do that because you're not going to have power. There will be no internet. There will be nothing. Not a zilch. I'm telling you, there will be no infrastructure in the United States. People will go, well, I've got solar power. Well, good for you. I'm glad you have solar power. But that's not going to get you onto the internet because all the infrastructure is going to be down. There will be nothing. You're not going to be able to Google anything. Um, you may be able to go to the hospital. You may not. When this happens, guys, it's going to be mass panic situation. It's going to be mass panic. Some people will have um, backups. They'll have stockpiles. They'll have whatever. But I'm going to tell you, if you do, people will come <clears throat> Will come for your stockpile. They will come for it. Um, you think about Rogers and Looters and Minneapolis and like all these other places when this stuff happens, folks. When it comes down to it and you don't have any water and you don't have any food, people will kill for that. They will get together. They will form groups and they will kill for that. And not only that, you can have the military. They could be coming to your house and coming and taking over your stockpiles. I'm just telling you. 
I'm telling you, you are going to want to know, number one, how to survive, how to, uh, if you have water, how to um, sanitize your water. You see what I mean? You're going to want to know how to do all this kind of stuff. You're going to want to know how to cook. You're going to want to know how to do all kinds of things that, you know, you may not be, if you don't hunt, like, I, we go hunt, we go fishing, uh, we go camping. I have ever since I was a kid. I love to go out and camp. I love to do the fires. I love to go fit. I love all that stuff. All of it. My daddy, my daddy and my mama taught me how to do that and how to take care of myself. But if you didn't have parents that teach you how to take care of yourself when something like this happens, you need to go get books right now. I'm just don't don't download it on your phone because you may not have power, you may not have electricity, whatever, right? Get you an actual book that you actually turn the you, know, you lick your finger, you know, and then you gotta turn the page, right? Get an actual book. You're gonna want to know how to take care of yourself. Medicine. You want to get medicine right now. Um, it is February uh, the 12th of 2023 as I sit here and talk about this. So you want to get medicine. You want to get Tylenol, Ad, whatever you can get. You're going to want to get stuff. You want to get butterfly uh, bandages, whatever you want to get, um, antibiotic cream. You want to get whatever you can get right now in case something was to happen because you can get a cut. You're not going to be able to go to the hospital, whatever, you know, bad, deep cut. You're not going to be able to do that. You're going to have to be able to clean that on your own. Of course, you got to think about water. Um, you know, I'm just telling you, guys, you want to be thinking of this stuff, okay? Um, they've only flown. This was uh, when he wrote this. Uh, they had been flying all the little balloons up here. And I like the guy in Montana. Can we shoot it down? Can we shoot it down? I wish we could. I wish our Montana folk would have shot that down. Um, because our military was like, oh, da, 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 yeah, whatever. This is how incompetent our military is, unless they're in cahoots with China. It's the only thing I can think of. Um, basically, everybody here with a brain in their head has, we know what they're doing. But then you have to conclude to their phone, oh, the Super Bowl, oh, look, oh, yeah, Sam, yeah, the Grammys. Yeah. While the rest of us are sitting here going, they're planning an EMP attack. You know, that's that's what, and folks, it could happen at any minute. While I'm sitting here telling you guys about this, they could explode. They could, it could happen right now. But anyway, it's kind of like the rapture. The rapture could happen right now. <laughs> Maranatha, Lord Maranatha, come and take us home, Jesus. So anyway, I just think you got to be prepared, folks. You got to be prepared. God gave us wisdom. He gave us the Bible. He told us what the end days were going to be like. He told us what was going to be happening before his return, right? So we see these things happening. Go watch Athie Creek. It's very encouraging. Very, Pastor uh, Brett Meter, very encouraging. But anyway, I'll throw that out there. Um, you know, you just don't know. You don't know. And it could, I mean, if, if that was to happen, it would shut down everything. It would shut everything down. And I don't think you guys uh, have any idea of what that's going to look like. But anyway, by Paul Bedard, this is Washington Seekers columnist. So he goes, high altitude balloons, such as the one China has floated over at Mountain State military bases this week, are considered a key delivery platform for secret nuclear strikes on America's electric grid, according to intelligence officials. Spy balloons used by Japan to drop bombs during World War II are now far more sophisticated and can fly up to 200,000 feet, evade detection, and carry a small nuclear bomb. If exploded, the atmosphere would shut down the grid and wipe out electronics in a 
Like, I mean, multi-state folks, multi-state-wide thing, okay? So we're going to go on and skip down here, and it says, and this commission was chaired by Dr. Peter Pross. So in a 2015 report, the American Leadership and Policy Foundation Air Force uh, Major David Stuckenberg, one of the nation's leading EMP um, experts, wrote extensively about the threat balloons carrying uh, bombs posed to national security. Using a balloon as a WMD or, you know, weapons of mass destruction or a WME platform could provide ad adversaries with a palette of altitudes and payloads options with which to maximize offensive effects um, against the United States, he wrote in a report. A high-altitude balloon could be designed, created, and launched any matter of months. There is nothing to prevent several hundred pounds of weapons material from being delivered to altitude, he added. He goes on Friday, um, the, uh, on Friday, he told, uh, secret, uh, he told secrets, China's recent balloon flyover in the United States is clearly a provocative and aggressive attack. It was most likely a type of dry run meant to send a strategic message to the USA. We must not take this for granted, he says. Now, in the private sector, Suckenberg, a national security expert and scientist who led the Defense Department's EMP task force and chairman of the American Leadership and Policy Foundation, pointed to Japan's World War II Project Fugo uh, they, that targeted the U.S. with balloon bombs as an example of the threat. Not since World War II has North America faced a threat of this nature. Project Fugo in uh, Japan also, or I'm um, uh, in Japan, used balloons to float bombs on the trade winds across the Pacific to the United States and Canada, he told Secrets. So, EMP experts have warned that China, North Korea, Russia, and Iran have programs to hit the U.S. grid with electromagnetic pulse weapons that could cut the cord for a year or longer. A congressional report has warned that a blackout that could uh, that a blackout that long could result in millions of deaths. So millions of deaths. Zuckerberg cited the research of the late Peter Pry, who headed a congressional commission on EMP and reported on the potential of a balloon launched attack. You can read the rest of that article if you'd like to. You can go to legalhoman.com, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com, folks. I'm telling you, how many did they have to Like three as of today. Up to three, maybe four. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. And the United States is like, oh, ha, 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 come on over. You know, nothing to see here, folks. Ha, 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 nothing to see. And I know a lot of people are making jokes about the balloon, the buffoon, nothing to see, you know, whatever. But, guys, this is very serious, and we need to be prepared. Our military is not our our buffoon of a president. He's in cahoots. He's like, oh, China, they owe me money. <laughs> Guys, Lord help us. Lord help us. The rising beast system wants every man, woman, and child to be a ward of the state, completely dependent on them for food, water, energy, and security, and shelter. As of course, according to multiple reports, Bill Gates is invested in artificial lab-grown eggs and has been since before the current egg shortage hit. <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> Uh, no. Adams here at Breitbart says, Adams, we, we may need vax mandates. Again, it wasn't right for people to do whatever they wanted. This is Breitbart.com. You can check it out by Ian Hanchett. It's posted on uh, the 11th of February, which was yesterday. It goes on Friday, uh, Friday's broadcast of Caribbean Power James Radio, The Reset Show, New York City Mayor Eric Adams of course, he's a Democrat, defended the city's coronavirus vaccine mandate for city workers that is being rescinded because we're seeing a normalization of COVID. Instead of the fact that employees said, I want to do whatever I want, that just wasn't right. Adams also said that there may be another time that we're going to have to do mandates again because these viruses are not going away. And quote, 
folks. <laughs> you you see you see their their mindset. This is that we're stripping your freedom, stripping your freedom. You got to get this shot. You got to you got to get the shot. You got to get the shot. If you want to if you want to work, you got to get the shot. Yes, folks. You have to die. Basically, we're gonna murder you. That's right. We have the right to murder you. We're not going to take you out and shoot you execution style, but we're going to give you this shot, which is, you know, like Russian roulette. You may die today. You may die tomorrow. Eh, you may die in a year. But you will die. That's what they're saying. Which brings me to this other article. Let me scroll on up here. You know? Uh, well, maybe not. I thought I had it up. <laughs> Folks. I, you know, it just, wonders never cease to uh, amaze me. Yes, and it does bring me to this next article. Warning, WHO names transhumanist Dr. Jeremy Farrar, or uh, Farrar, as a chief scientist for global health. This is posted by Dr. Joseph Mercola via Mercola.com. Come and you can check this out, you guys. You guys. So Andy Wood has um, uh, posted um, uh, a little kind of a snippet here, summarization, and he goes, "You are about to understand why I wrote the evil twins of technocracy and transhumanism. I.e., they are both evil to the bone. The joint coup involves the entire takeover of global health in order to establish a global eugenics program to create humanity 2.0. It is insane, but it is very real. It's speeding like a bullet train. Farrar will drive the world into transhumanism and unbridled eugenics with his unprecedented power at the World Health Organization. So this article goes on to say, uh, December 13th of 2022, the World Health Organization named Dr. Jeremy Farrar as its new chief scientist for global health. As chief scientist, Farrar will oversee the WHO's science division, quote, to develop and deliver high quality health services, unquote, worldwide. As uh, detailed in the dam of lies surrounding COVID lab leak is breaking February 1st, 2020, Farrar convened a conference with Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Francis Collins, and several scientists to discuss telltale signs that SARS-CoV-2 was genetically engineered, which meant the pandemic was the result of a lab leak. At the time, Farrar wrote that, quote, on a spectrum, if zero is nature, 100 is release, I'm honestly at 50, end quote. But rather than being transparent, Farrar became complicit in Fauci's and Collins' cover-up of SARS-CoV-2's origin. But that's far from the only reason to be concerned about Farrar's new role, uh, his links to the globalist cabal. So Farrar was the director of the Wellcome Trust from 2013 until February of 2023. And as explained by investigative journalist Whitney Webb in the video above, the Wellcome Trust is part of a a part of the technocratic global network in the modern eugenics movement. Not only is the Welcome Trust the archivist for the uh, Eugenics Society, now known as the Galton Institute, but it also has a eugenics-directed center of its own. The Welcome Trust Center for Human Genetics investigates race genetics and susceptibility to diseases and infertility and co-funds research and development of vaccines and birth control methods with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Mm, you knew that was coming. Welcome's board consists of president or consists of 
present or former bankers, insurance executives, and investment board members. The founder, Sir Henry Welka, while still alive, also founded the company that went on to become GlaxoSmithKline. So the Welcome Trust is essentially the philanthropic arm of the GSK. The Welcome Trust is also one of the investors behind Vacatech or Vasatech, a private company that holds the patents and royalties for the AstraZeneca COVID jab. Considering the WHO's plan to seize control over healthcare uh, decisions worldwide, starting with pandemic responses, a move that will essentially turn the WHO into an incubator for a one world government or new world order, its selection of far makes sense. He's part of the technocracy and is a eugenics insider already. So it's the recipe for disaster. If the WHO's pandemic treaty gets signed this year, and there's every reason to suspect it will be, then for our will wield unprecedented power and influence as member nations will have no choice but to adhere to his medical recommendations. What's so concerning about that is his willingness to embrace reckless science and transhumanist pie-in-the-sky ideals. As noted by Webb, Farrar has been on the forefront pushing the envelope on vaccine developments, such that experimental Gene therapy is now used as a preventive for viral infections. When COVID broke out for our well, a founded Welcome Leap, an organization that, quote, builds bold, unconventional programs, unquote, that, quote, aim to deliver seemingly, seemingly impossible results on seemingly impossible timelines, unquote. The CEO of Welcome Leap, Regina Dugan, worked at the United States Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, otherwise known as DARPA, from 1996 until 2012. Between 2009 and 2012, she served as its first female director. In 2012, Dugan left DARPA to create a DARPA equivalent for Google called Advanced Technology and Projects, ATAP. She later took on a similar project at Facebook called Building 8. DARPA, of course, is heavily invested in transhumanist technologies for the use in soldiers, including brain-machine interfaces and other even more extreme ideas. Welcome Leap is basically the DARPA of global public Health. With all the transhumanist connotations that brings in, this is the kind of mindset Farrar brings to his position as chief scientist at the WHO. So <laughs> what could go wrong? Quote, I would argue Farrar is a recipe for disaster when it comes to imposing experimental medical technologies on the population during public health crises. Webb said, this is a guy who was very much invested in this stuff. In terms of the kinds of pandemic responses, policies, he supports its lockdowns, masks, essentially all of that stuff. And he was the architect of a lot of that, specifically for the WHO during COVID-19. He has consistently supported policies that really ultimately have little to do with public health, unquote. So Farrar will usher in transhumanism globally, folks. You know this is happening. So as explained in Greater Death by Webb in her interview with Kim Iverson, uh, what we're seeing is the merger of the medical industry with big tech and the military intelligence complex. There are longstanding plans to introduce biosurveillance, and this is done being done primarily through the health sector. Surveillance technologies are basically being introduced and sold as technologies to help you manage your health but better, but ultimately it's not about promoting health. It's about implementing increasingly more invasive surveillance mechanisms without setting off alarm bells. So according to historian and WEF transhumanist guru Yuvo Harari, wearable and or implanted surveillance technologies will ultimately be used to, quote, 
to wipe out dissent because even if you outwardly act like you agree with leadership and are supportive of certain agendas and policies, but you're in but you're internally not, the government will know, unquote. As noted by Webb, that's his interpretation of that stuff, and it's just totally insane, unquote. As for Farrar's Welcome Leap, there's no doubt it focus its focus, like DARPA's, is on transhumanist research. For example, one project involves mapping infants' brain development to create a perfect child brain model that they then intend to use as the basis for AI-based interventions in infants and toddlers with a goal of making them, quote, cognitively, oh, oh my goodness, folks, these people are absolutely insane. They're insane. They're wicked, wicked. Anyway, as noted by Webb, it just sounds like mad science and stuff in Per Welcome League, which again is an organization with a lot of influence. They're hoping to have 80% of kids subjected to that by 2030. So if uh, Jeremy Farrar as chief scientist of the WHO is willing to sign off on a program like that with those kinds of insane ambitions, I mean, it's like something out of Alda Huxley's Brave New World, unquote. And of course, Farrar is part of a small but global network. And of course, you can watch that video there, folks. Um, of course, it's in German, and you, we can read it if you would like to. So you can go to uh, technocracy.news. So other investigators have also identified Farrar as being part of a small but global network that is working behind the scenes to influence global health finance and governance. In September of 2021, German uh, journalist and filmmaker Marcus Langman uh, posted the video above in which he presents some of the highlights from a 170-page document that details more than 7,200 links between 6,500 entities and objects, including payment flows and investments related to the COVID scam. The audio is in German, but there's a caption translation at the bottom of the, of the video, and you can, of course, watch that if you'd like to go there. So red arrows are used throughout the document to indicate money flows such as grants, donations, and other payments. As one example, as shown on page three, at least 21 U.S. universities are financed by and through just three key organizations. <laughs> ah, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Open Philanthropy Project, a research and grant-making foundation linked to the World Economic Forum, and the Wellcome Trust. Folks, it keeps going and going and going. Lord, help us all. You know the Lord is coming soon. And I just keep going back to Revelation where it says he has to, he comes back to destroy those who are destroying the earth. And right here we just read in uh, Romans 1, they are inventors of evil, inventors of evil things, folks. That's what they're doing. They are inventing new ways to be evil. That's another um, translation. Oh, my goodness, you guys. I know it's depressing. I know it may be depressing, you know, to hear these things, but you know, it's it's not. If you're a Christian and you're saved, you're born again, you know you're going to heaven, these things should uh, encourage us because, you know, when I read the Bible and I talk about Bible prophecy and I relate all this back to Bible prophecy, what it does to me is it strengthens my faith. It just gives me more strength. It gives me more encouragement because I see the days of, of revelation approaching, the great tribulation these days are approaching, and I see them. I can almost hear the hoof beats, you know? And what does that tell us? It tells us that the rapture of the church is even sooner than that. Our blessed hope, Titus 2.13. And uh, I'm going to go here 
and we're going to read Titus 2.13. And, uh, um, you know, for folks, this is, this is our blessed hope. This is our blessed hope. This is looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. It goes on to say, speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority, let no one despise you. Andy Stanley, did you hear that? <laughs> oh, that's right. Andy Stanley doesn't believe in the Bible. Anyway, I did a video on that. Uh, if you guys want to go on over to YouTube and check that out, um, that'd be kind of cool. Um, anyway, you know, guys, these are the days that we're living in. I'm going to roll over here, too, and we're going to go to 2 Timothy. Let me skip on down here. Do, do, do. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And uh, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about this. So this is 2 Timothy chapter 3. This is New King James, and it says, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. Turn away from these people. Turn away from the world, folks, because, you know, we, we're in this world, we're not of this world, and thank God for that, because I long for my heavenly home, and I know you do too. If you move on down um, to verse 10, chapter 3, verse 10 in Second Timothy, says, But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch and Iconium and Listeria, uh, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Remember that, folks. We are going to go through persecutions. We are going to go through tribulations, but the Lord will deliver us. Remember that. Now, we're not going to go through the great tribulation. We're not going to go through that because that's God's wrath being poured out on an unbelieving world. But this, we're guaranteed to go through because Jesus said, in this world, you will have trials. You will have tribulations. But take heart, he said, because he has overcome the world. Praise God. So anyway, he goes on to say, verse 12, yes, in all who desire to live godly in Christ, Jesus will suffer persecution. Did you hear that? I'm telling you guys, so for the Kenneth Copelands out there and the Joyce Meyer and the Joel Osteens and the You sow into my ministry and God's gonna sow into blah 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 blah. Name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. God just wants you healthy, wealthy, blah 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 blah. Really? Because right here it just tells me, um, I mean the Apostle Paul, they were all they, you know, look, look what happened to every one of the, every one of the apostles. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they were driving Cadillacs and getting on multi-million dollar jets and living in five million, ten million dollar homes. Yeah, you know. But anyway, he goes, what does that say in verse 12? It says, yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of knowing from whom you have learned them. 
and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Folks, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, like Jesus, Maranatha. Oh, Lord Jesus, come and take us home. Maybe even tonight. But if not, if not, get out there and be about your father's business. We should all be about our father's business. Our kingdom, his kingdom come. <clears throat> his will be done on earth, just like it is in heaven. Folks, we need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Days are so very short. When you look around this world, when you look around the world today, you know and I know that they're coming for Christians. They're coming for us. Are you going to stand to be bold for Christ or are you going to crumble? Are you going to, when God goes up and he's not ashamed, are you not, don't be ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ and he will be ashamed of you. Think about it. Think about it. These days are short and don't let anybody, don't let anybody tell you when you become a Christian that it's all, you know, puppy tails, rainbows, you know, it's all just whoo pie in the sky. No, it's not. It's not. You will be persecuted. You will be hated. You'll be hated. This world hates us. Hates us. Despises us. Hates us. And if you're not being hated by the world, are you even living as a Christian? So I like to say. <laughs> um, you know, that's the thing. If you're agreeing with this world, you know, we're, we're not of this world. Please don't do that. The Bible says um, that... If you have the love of the world in you, the love of the Father is not in you. So, woohoo, you don't want to do that. But anyway, guys, I'm going to get off of here. And uh, as always, as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. Oh, and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may today be the day. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Anyway, and uh, may we just give glory to God. Just give glory to God. I just praise you, Lord Jesus. I just praise you. Thank you so much for today, Father God. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So many people, so many people need prayer. So many people. My friend James, is uh, he's in recovery. They've got him, uh, sent him to a rehab. Uh, my pastor, Pastor Dallas uh, Stringer, um, he has health issues. His, like I said, there's not even enough people um, in the world that have that condition that they can even, you know, give them anything. They have, they have like three things that they said you could try this, these drops. And if they don't work, we'll give you this pill. But it'll make you feel like you have chemo all the time or you do brain surgery or you can wear this patch. <laughs> I serve a mighty God. We all serve a mighty God. If you serve God Almighty Elohim, uh, Yahweh and uh, God is our healer. He is our ultimate physician. And, you know, I always think that, you know, God sent his word and it healed them and his word will not come back to him void. It will accomplish what he sent it to accomplish. And uh, heal me, O oh Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved to you in my praise in Jeremiah. And, uh, you know, by his stripes we are healed. So we got to pray the word of God. We got to pray the word of God. My friend Brittany, um, she's not feeling too good either. She's still under the weather. We got to pray for her. I do want to give glory to God for Kim. Uh, my friend Kim is doing good. She walked 195 feet today. Praise the Lord. Uh, she was able to stand up and sit down, I think, seven times uh, yesterday. 
Uh, she's one she guys have been praying for. Please continue to pray for her. God is working mightily in her, and it is an absolute miracle of God that she is alive today. By your prayers, by faith, and just by the all mercy and grace of our Father God and his healing power, she is alive today. So thank you guys so much. You have no idea how much that means to me. And um, many people, many people need prayer. And, uh, you know, just, you know, I know you guys have family and friends, especially ones that are lost that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. We must pray for their salvation, pray for their salvation. And, uh, especially neighbors. I've got a neighbor here. Um, she wants to be a guy or she thinks she's a guy. She, it's just, to me, it's like, they just say it like, you know, uh, they, like she's lost. She's completely lost. And, uh, we need to pray for her. And, um, you know, I tell you folks, this world, this world, so we didn't, you know, I didn't grow up like this. And I know a lot of you guys that listen to this program, we didn't grow up as kids into this crazy cultural cesspool. We didn't grow up in this. When I was a kid, there were no, there was a boy and a girl. <laughs> That's it. Just like God said, anybody tells you there's more, there's not. God made Adam and Eve, not Adam, Eve, Steve, and whatever. No. There's male, he created them male and female, he created them. And uh, there's only a marriage between a man and a woman. That's it. That's it. Anything you, can, you can call it whatever you want to, but that's not marriage. I don't care what you call it. Um, but this world um, is a literal cesspool. It's Romans 1. It is a Romans 1 culture and for kids to grow up in this cesspool young adults are so impressionable you know and they are indoctrinating them from a very young age in the education system and not in education but the social media and the movies and like oh, they just keep creeping it in creeping it in creeping it in and then they go off to college and they're more indoctrinated with this garbage this satanic perverted garbage and now our children are committing suicide because they don't understand because they don't understand what's wrong with them. Like, well, I wanted to be, you know, I thought, you know, it is, it's sad. It is absolutely heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. We got to pray to God. We have got to pray for our children, for our young adults. We have to pray for these people. We have got to pray for them. We have got to. Time is running out, you guys. I don't know how to impress this on you. You guys know it. You know it. You know time is running short. And because uh, when that rapture happens, when God comes, snatches us out here in the twinkling of an eye, we are gone. These people are going to be left. They will be left. There'll be no Christian they can turn to. You know, like, ah, uh, ah, uh, you know, what are they going to do? Where are they going to go? I'm telling you, leave your Bibles. Leave your Bibles out on coffee tables. Man, if you get you some, just a notepad and just write down the scriptures, write them down, write number one, write how to be saved. You know how to be saved. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Believe that God raised him from the dead. Ask him to be your savior. You know, write down, write down how to be saved. Write down what it means to be saved. Write down what's going to happen in the tribulation. Write this stuff down so they'll have an idea. You can go grab my book on Amazon after the rapture. What comes next? It's like $3.99 or whatever. It goes straight through the Bible. I want to do another one. Um, so I don't have to use so much King James because if more, if more than I think, I want to say more than 50% of your book is scripture. Um, 
Yeah, you have to, you know, get permission to use whatever. So I had to use a lot of King James version because King James is not copyrighted. So anyway, long story short, you know how it goes. But anyway, I want to do, I want to do a kind of a native version. But right now, grab that book, grab it. It's super cheap, and I'm telling you, it I go straight through the Bible. What's going to happen? So if you're left behind, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen in order, and this is what you need to do. And um, anyway, folks, you know what? I know it. The rapture is very close. It could happen at any moment. What are you going to do? What's your loved ones going to do? What's your friends going to do? They're like, oh, man, my friend was a Christian, but what, what? Oh, no. Do you think they're going to remember everything you told them? No, they're not going to. They're going to be like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And then there'll be those who have hardened their heart. And the Lord God says, um, in that time, they will believe the lie because God will send them a great delusion. And when God sends that delusion, they're going to believe it. You see people will now believe in the delusion because Satan has blinded their eyes and they believe that delusion. When God sends that delusion to those who have been told about God, who have told them and told them and told them they have a time after time after time and they harden their hearts against Christ, they'll probably know that God's going to send them a delusion where they can't be saved anymore they passed that time they passed it and so um it's going to be a time of unprecedented it will be hell on earth and you don't want to be here for that you don't want to be here for that you don't want your loved ones you don't want your friends i don't want my enemies to be here for that you know um hell is for eternity if anybody tells you different they're lying to you you got to believe the word of god don't believe the Andy Stand is in this world going, well, you know, the 66 Bibles in the book, and it's not blah, blah, blah. Folks, don't listen. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. He's a heretic. He is an apostate. He's an apostate. He wants to claim to be a Christian. He is not a Christian. He can't be a Christian and deny the inerrancy of the Bible. I just read you what the Bible said. You cannot. You can't. Don't listen to those folks. There's going to be more and more of them coming out of the woodwork. Lots of them, lots of them. Get in the word of God, let the word of God get into you. Follow great pastors, listen to good pastors, Pastor Billy Crone, J.D. Farag, uh, uh, Jack Hibbs, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hill, uh, James Cadiz, Calvary Chapel, Signal Hill, uh, Pastor Brett Meter, Athy Creek Church. Folks, I'm so thankful I found him. I stumbled across him on YouTube. I was like, what? Anyway, he's fantastic. I absolutely love him. And uh, <laughs> I love their church. I'm telling you. Uh, my pastor, Pastor Randy um, Davis, who retired, and then he went and he's now pastoring at uh, another church uh, north of town. I love him. I love him. Pastor Dallas Stringer, they preach the word of God. They preach straight from the Bible. This is what you need. You need a good Bible-believing church that's going to preach the whole counsel of God. If you, I'm going to go to YouTube right now. I'm going to put this on my playlist. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to go here. It's um, it's going to be Lifeway uh, Fellowship. So I'm going to pull up here to the channel. And I am so sorry, guys, when I recorded this. Uh, it did record off my major mic. It recorded off my webcam mic. And I'm sorry. Um, and I, I would re-record everything, but I just got an hour. I just I can't do it. I'm sorry, you guys. But anyway, you can go to I at Lifeway uh, FBC Amarillo. 7786 is the handle. Um, but if you want to, it's Lifeway, capitalized FBC is in first uh, Fellowship Bible Church in Amarillo and you're going to find it what you want to do is you're going to scroll all the way down to like the last you go past 11 months right just keep on going keep on going and um, once you get down there uh, you'll see my pastor Randy um, anyway he's the cowboy looking guy love him love him anyway 
And uh, he talks about uh, the glory of God revealed in Scripture, um, the Bible and racism, and uh, cultural chaos, living in a pagan world, sexual immorality. He talks about that. He talks about socialism, uh, biblical. And, uh, of course, that's the CR, you know, the, the socialism in the first and the Baptist church. He talks about that and uh, the critical race theory and all of this stuff. And uh, he also talks about um, the Great Commission, sharing your faith without fear, how to handle anger, all kinds of great stuff. But he also has a whole thing on end times and the feasts. He does the Festival of Tabernacles, the Day of Atonement, the Feast of Trumpets. He goes through all of that. He is a fantastic teacher. And I tell you what, uh, oh my goodness. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put together um, a list and I'm going to add these in on my channel and I just put them on, uh, you know, that little group. You guys can just watch them all and I'll do all the, um, I'll do all the ones on the end times he did and all the ones on the cultural relevance and like all this stuff and I'll just put them together and you guys can go check them out if you want to. But anyway, um, with that guys, <laughs> you know how we are in Texas. We got to say bye five times. Anyway, so with that, I really am going to get off of here guys. So anyway, with that, uh, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha, may God bless each and every one of you. And thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you guys. I appreciate all the support, too. If you want to go to my website, you can go to BibleProphecyTheNumberForToday.com and go check it out, guys. I do so much appreciate y'all's uh, donations and everything. They help so much. I'm not kidding. It helps me pay for um, my internet, the platform there. It helps me pay for uh, the Podbean account and, like, all kinds of stuff. And you guys are fantastic. I do appreciate that. Anyway, um, with that, guys, um, have a wonderful evening.